Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Band from Ringside and Glory Pro Wrestling present 83 Weeks Live. Eric Bischoff and Conrad Thompson bring their hit podcast live to St. Louis Saturday, February 23rd at Off-Broadway Music Venue at the corner of Limp and Broadway. Eric will be telling stories you can't hear on the air. Everything ranging from his time as Executive Vice President of WCW and even his time as WWE General Manager Days. Also performing will be Nathan Orton. Yes, that Orton. He'll be opening the show with a comedy set that is sure to have you in stitches. VIP tickets are available and will include a personal meet and greet with Eric and Conrad that includes pictures and autographs, early entry, and a seat in the first five rows. For tickets, go to www.offbroadwaystl.com slash events and also 83 weeks. That's spelled out 83weeks.com. It's that nine to five time Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, Vince McMahon and Charlotte insert themselves into the WrestleMania main event. Kenny Omega joins AEW, and we have a new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. That and the Elimination Chamber predictions tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. That's my dog. That was just take two. Wasn't too bad. That's my dog. Ditch that 9 to 5. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark. So welcome to the Band from Ringside Podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vagie, on this Valentine's Day. <laughs> this should be good. A.K.A. Can you heal the love tonight? <laughs> and to my right, we have... Welcome back. Two Beer, Zach Pullman. Hope what's going on, Two Beer? Thanks, man. You uh, feeling better? I'm feeling better. It's Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, I'm ready to rock. I've been described as a John Tenta on the streets and Tanahashi in the sheets. Ooh, so jump back. <laughs> I got to follow that. And to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Ah, uh, shit. Let's pull down the latest volume of the band from Ringside Podcast. Let's pull down the drapes <laughs> on this Valentine's right? Day night. Volume 95, Chapter 3, Verse 14, and the good spark say it hashtag Boo the Hills. It's all good. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. I love you. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to just end it with that. Just, I can't come behind that. That's just crazy to me. Good well, shit. Well, we're one short tonight. We're missing Murray the Murray Man Murray um, but it does feel a little uh, freer in here right? See, I mean it's so nice See you ain't shit. <laughs> he ain't gone a good two minutes. <laughs> nah damn. we love Murray Man. He had some work uh, yeah, some yeah. work responsibilities they had to take care of tonight we are coming at you from the exquisite Shoxie Studios in beautiful mm. St. Louis, Missouri tonight. It has been a beautiful day. I know that we're uh, gearing up for some bad weather, but uh, you got, <laughs> yeah, so I say it's 60 it's degrees Missouri and weather. Now we're going I mean, all you got to take it as it comes. Uh, we have Andrew Bushway. Wally Pips in the house. And he's turning the knobs tonight. He's going to be doing some predictions with us later. Uh, Poor bastard. Got a bunch of stuff to get to tonight. Before we get too far into it, we're going to start with that day one-ish sponsor. We got Soul Taco, that delicious Korean-Mexican fusion food that you never 
probably have, but once you have it, you'll know that you need it. They have spots in the U-City Loop. They got two food trucks driving on the St. Louis area. They got two spots in Chicago, a place in Champaign, Illinois, Columbia, Illinois, Chester, or Columbia, Missouri, Chesterfield, Missouri. If you've never had Soul Taco and you're within the vicinity of any of those spots that I just named, go get yourself some Soul Taco, man. I recommend recommend the spicy (laughs) pork. I recommend the steak. The chicken is also good. I had the uh, kimchi waffle fries the other day that were fire. Uh, I, I always say this every week, and I'm sorry if you're sick of hearing us saying it, but we want to have some shit. new listeners. We're not just saying this because they're a sponsor. They're actually the shit. It's it is so the shit. It's so good. So go get yourself some Soul Taco. Then we're starting with that day two-ish sponsor, which is JJ Tweaks on Southampton. I was there the other day. Mm. Uh, I got, you know, I always get the pizza, and I went there with my girl the other day, and she got a pizza. And Gee, I said, my girl was in town, too. I said, you know what I'm going to get? As, as she's claiming as you're her new bestie, we can't get an invite? You guys were gone. You guys were doing your own thing. I te- her flight I, left at seven twenty. I texted her. She said, oh, okay. "You guys, she's okay. like." Well, as long as you text her, I text her now. Okay. I don't text okay. you okay. anymore. That's cool. But uh, <laughs> I got the meatball sandwich, which has that Lagrands Le- over mm. there off of uh, Jameson. Yeah, it's got the best meat, and I got the meatball sub. I usually get the pizza. The pizzas are so good, guys. They have. Uh, beer specials when they're the blues are playing. They got beer specials when there's football. They have beer specials when there's carnal games. So go get yourself some JJ Twigs on Southampton. You might see me there. Especially I'm there a, a whole bunch. Alone. I, I <laughs> dude, I love sitting at a bar alone. Like, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to quantify how much I love sitting at a bar alone. Say, you, but usually my wife's with me. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Knowing she ain't gonna hear a damn word of this. Nah, she didn't listen. And without further ado, let's get to our three counts. JCB, what you got? Oh how do I love Charlotte? Allow me to count the ways. Let's go back to Monday Night Raw. Really? Yeah. Come on, please. I can think of the first two. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mom. I'm a bad son. Uh, Becky Lynch, once again, opens up Monday Night Raw, coming out to the ring with the, I guess I would call them the Helmsley McMahons, McMahon Helmsley, whatever you want to call it, Triple H. And Stephanie, the authority. I don't want to call them the authority because they're not, they don't feel like that authority. Vince feels like that authority, but we can talk about that in a second. Um, both, everybody comes out, they trade barbs, whatever the case may be, no big deal. Ultimately, we come down to the doctors clearing Becky Lynch, both her doctors and WWE doctors in quotation marks, clearing Becky Lynch to participate in WrestleMania. So all is good. Not so fast, my friends. Now, Triple H and Stephanie want their apology, which, K-Fame style. I think they might. style. I think they might be owed an apology because both got yocked in the mouth for trying to do what was quote unquote best for business. I'll let you be the decision maker on whether or not an apology was deemed or not. Nonetheless, they wanted it. Becky had to mow it over. So that was basically the running theme all the way through the show where you had Finn Balor, Alexa Bliss. Uh, I'm thinking I'm missing somebody else yeah, that somebody she else inter- interacted to, to yeah. and she kind of shunned them off. So let's fast forward to the end. They want the apology. Of the of Monday Night Raw. We come back out. You got the same usual suspects coming into the ring. 
Becky, surprisingly to me, does make the apology. Triple H, Stephanie accepts the apology, so we are moving on to WrestleMania, or so we think. And then your chairman of the board, Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, steps out and says, hey, you know what? I'm not feeling this apology. I know Becky Lynch says that she's the man, but I'm the man. So this is what we're going to do. Becky Lynch is suspended for 60 days. That 60-day suspension is four or five days. I think it's five days after WrestleMania. So now we don't have a WrestleMania opponent for one Ronda Rousey. I got an idea. I know somebody that can stay in their lane. I know somebody that can deserve the fact that she can stay in her lane and deserves this title shot. Enter one Charlotte Flair. Man, I'm so... I know that this is a work and they're stringing this all along, but I'm sorry. I am so loving the fact that everybody is going ape shit over the fact that Charlotte is now. Really? Yeah. Because now. That's a surprising take from you. Because Charlotte has, at least in my mind, has been so wrongly accused of being handed things to her. A lot of these things she had to work for to get to this point. Obviously, Vince makes the final call, but there has to be some sort of talent with Charlotte Flair. This, K-Fabe style. K-Fabe style. This is the one time you can say, yeah, this was handed to her. Because Vince basically was like, okay, you're suspended, and now I'm going to make this match. Literally, Silver Planet handed to Charlotte Flair. Any other time, I will make the running argument that she was easily, if not the top, or one of the two top options that you had at any given point. I've said on this podcast before that she's the greatest female wrestler to ever enter the squared circle. I don't want to do that. I just I'm, I'm just saying I'm with you. I'm 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 surprised at this take from you. Why? Uh, you know I'm a Charlotte. You know I'm a Charlotte Mark. Okay, that's number one. You you've seen me going to the mat on on Twitter on I'll Charlotte t- on many occasions. I'll, t- I'll yeah. tell you why. First, I'll throw it to two beer. Two beer. What you think of this? Uh, this. Uh, not swerve, but this wrinkle in the uh, plot. Overall, Curveball. I mean, we're obviously gunning yeah, for the curveball. triple threat. Uh, it's it's funny to see everybody melt down because like everybody's getting so worked so hard, and like it's it's. I mean, it's funny. Like I personally would probably prefer Becky Ronda, but I understand like Becky Charlotte Ronda is probably best for business, and that's what they're going to do. Wow! And I'll enjoy that. Match. I agree totally. I wow. totally agree. I, it takes it takes a lot of. We have <laughs> not talked about this. No, we haven't. I'm surprised at both of your takes. No, I totally I thought agree I was going to have to come in here being told devil's advocate for <laughs> no, that. But no. okay, now I can speak freely. Okay, no. go ahead, Zach. I'm sorry. Uh, the one thing I didn't like, and this is like, I know like Raw is about filling time, uh, but a lot of it is this. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of Becky on it, you know, which makes sense. Uh, the thing, like, for instance, you got Ruby going after Ronda, and so Ruby has a match with Nikki Cross, and Nikki Cross has not been introduced well at all. Mm-mm. She needs to oh, have Jesus. enhancement rather than be enhancement. Mm-hmm. And in the middle, and right, right, Ruby needs enhancement too because she's not as, she's a great wrestler. She's not a super credible opponent for Ronda at the moment, the way they presented her. Um, she's obviously jobbing out. Um, There's no question. Uh, but in the middle of that match, they cut to Becky again. It's like, Dude, you guys that spent was fucking, you got, I mean, you spent all this time this week, last week, this week, and then you're going to spend time on it the next night. Like, you got three hours. Why is it got to come in the middle of the fucking women's single match? Right. It's because they probably think that they have eyes on the screen and they want to sell the Becky 
Rhonda feuds. So when Rhonda's on screen, you might as well cut. It's a TV show. It's not. It's not a pay per view. Do, do we really need to sell it at this point? I mean, seriously, there oh. is no reason to sell it. This is going to not for take us. care of itself. The com. I shouldn't say the common fan, but the casual fan. This is why you bring Charlotte into this. This is why I would say the common fan is anybody that doesn't have a podcast, which makes up about sixty percent of the fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's what. But my point is this. Bringing Charlotte into this takes a lot of heat off of everybody else. Now you have a clear heel. Now you don't have to put Ron in a spot where she has to carry, Took or Becky Lynch for that matter. I think Becky would be more apt to be able to carry that match if it was a singles match. And I mean, with the suspension, it's good because they're not going to overexpose Becky either. And with her being on both shows all the time and Vince showing up every week, I feel like. All of them are are gearing towards overexposure because Seth was gone for what one week and he got a huge pop when he came back. Like I, I did not expect that all three of us to be on the same page about this. But <laughs> I, that's I, funny. I, it, it it really is because I agree with what Jason just said, which is um, if you were going to spend the next sixty days just trying to do promos between Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, it wasn't going to work. Now you had to throw a wrench into it. Uh, I guess where I'll throw a wrench into the conversation is I think that there's a very good chance, probably a 65% chance that we see a triple threat match at WrestleMania. What I also think could happen is that somehow Becky earns her way back into the main event and kicks Charlotte out of it. Like somehow they fight at fast lane for that spot. Which is really, which which would really just be an ingenious way to keep the story going, keep Charlotte into it, and have Ronda not get booed for the next month, and then have Becky go over Charlotte at Fastlane. So then you have Becky versus Ronda at WrestleMania in a one-on-one match again. Either way, I'd be good with it. Either way, I don't think that it's that terrible that a triple threat match might happen with with the first women's main event at WrestleMania of all time, because you know, Vince sells the poster. I've heard this before from people that used to work for Vince is that all he does is sell the poster. He doesn't sell the match. He sells the poster and Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey is a nice looking poster. He'll fucking put people on the poster that he doesn't even plan on booking, but Becky <laughs> doesn't was seen all the time. And Becky Rock. versus Rousey on the WrestleMania poster with the flair in the middle of it. Now I know that Charlotte flair I've said it before that she's the best female wrestler that we've seen, but having just somebody named Flair might bring a few more eyeballs. It might bring a few more pay-per-view buys, might bring a few more WWE network subscriptions than would have happened before. So I wouldn't be surprised either way, but either way, if we're getting the first women's main event at WrestleMania, Either one of these would be worthwhile. Yeah, I, don't I think. Have, yeah, I just my, now it's just, I have a. Preference. I would rather. Yeah, I would rather that it's Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. Agreed. Because I think that both have done enough. I mean, Ronda Rousey's only one year into it, and yeah. we, you know, there's there's the pro- there's the, there's the little, bird, little birds out there saying that she's going to be gone after this one, well, and that's we'll fine. See. We'll see. That's fine, but she's she's done a lot of business in this first year, and she's put on a lot of good matches, and she has definitely integrated herself into the pro wrestling lifestyle in a way that is admirable for somebody that's this new to it. And Becky Lynch has certainly yeah. earned her place because she's 
on fire right now. Yeah, but even the, the even it has to be a triple threat. I think it's got to be a triple threat. It just it it makes sense. I would you stop and think about it. it I know that sense. the money's against it, but I would it, I would take I would take the money against it. That's going to be a one on one. Even even if really. It's, no, you are a gambling motherfucker. So I I'm guess a gambling motherfucker. So I am. <laughs> I got the Pelicans plus four tonight. They're going to get smoked by the Thunder. Damn right they are. <laughs> it's about to say, Anthony Davis, ain't you tripping off, you jokers? No, I'll just say it like this. It just, Charlotte just fits. Because you, as much as I want the singles, I think you don't want to go the Daniel Bryan route again because... We, if we went that WrestleMania 30 route and you did it where Becky had to beat Charlotte to get to Ronda, we've already seen that. I just don't think there's another real creative way. I think you, I agree with what you're saying where Becky has to earn the right to get in. I just don't think it's against Charlotte. I think they're just going to have that match in place I mean, what, and Becky what, has to do what something. If in, what if in two weeks when Flair comes out for his 70th birthday no, that's party. That's next week's shit. Becky's going to come out there and wreck havoc. Becky's going to put him in the disarmor. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole I, reason I that they even did it, because when they did yeah, it like two a, or three weeks ago, angle. it didn't even make sense. Right. Because it was like, okay, this is clearly out of the blue. But then I was like, okay, you know, this has something to do with Becky Lynch. It's just how do we get there? And I understand when David Parrison, friend of the show, says on Friends of BFR on Facebook, when he says, um, this story is too good to deserve a copycat, and this looks like a, this looks like a Daniel Bryan copycat. It's a Stone Cold copycat. Which I I understand, but it doesn't seem like that much of a copycat to me. It seems so different to me, just maybe just because it's women. But I mean, we have not seen women in this position before. What is different is whenever she actually apologized and she didn't just put Vince in the disarmor right then. Because Stone Cold would have just stunned him. He would have shook his hand and then he'd have kicked him in the fucking stomach and he would have stunned him. When's the last time that Vince involved himself in a women's angle that didn't involve him having sex with one of the women in (laughs) K-Face style? Okay, never mind. K-Face style. K-Face style. I don't know. I was about to say, you got me on that one, boss. I mean, it might have never happened. No, I was getting ready to say Trish... Maybe Lita, and that's a stretch. Anybody else? Now it's going to turn out Sable. that he suspended Becky Lynch because she's pregnant with his child. Stop. <laughs> I know, oh, man. Gross. <laughs> well, they got to go against AEW, man. Yeah, okay. Uh, and that's the best way to go against AEW. And that'll bring us to our two count, which was a nice segue by Amois. Yeah. yeah. You've done yeah. this once or twice. Good job. Uh, so Thursday, uh, after the pod, recording of the pod, we had the AEW uh, Double or Nothing rally. Bunch of stuff happened uh, that was really cool. Uh, introduced Sonny Kiss, uh, who's uh, going to be on the AEW roster. Um, that was like causing a lot of waves on Twitter. Her and just the openly LGBTQ um, community roster. Uh, that they're having because they seem to be a progressive company and uh, which is really dope but uh, you know fuck fuck wrestling Twitter uh, so <laughs> Jesus Christ there's a lot of there's a lot of great there's a lot of really great people except on wrestling fans, Twitter yeah, awesome. say, yes. come on man yeah, there's, like, our fans. there's like 8,000 of you guys that are pretty great <laughs> the rest of you millions yeah. suck yeah. god damn uh, another really cool announcement uh, EW partners with AAA uh, so that adds to the OWE so we now have two companies working with uh, AEW which is great uh, brought in Sammy Guevara who's a AAA cruiserweight champ uh Really good young talent. Uh, and we got a really great promo. Sorry, what are you going to say? Go ahead. Uh, from Adam Page comes out, uh, starts talking his stuff, who's 
he's going to be a fucking mega star. We all know it. Oh, we knew it. Yeah. This this G one, we saw it. But uh, then Pac interrupts with a pre recorded promo that was so money. Told Adam Page that his uh, asshole was flapping like a napkin in the wind. <laughs> it, was fucking, it was so good. Uh, I lost my mind. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Young Bucks came out, uh, introduced best friends. So Chucky e. T and Beretta, they're going to be on the roster. Uh, then we've got uh, the Lucha Brothers come out and attack the Young Bucks. They do a package pile driver. Um, so total great, like, uh, combat sports, like, face-off. It was like a UFC kind of situation where these guys come out during, like, a press conference scenario and get into it, and they kept kayfabe going. Um then we have uh, Brandy Rhodes come out, who introduces uh, or says that uh, Yuka Sakazaki and Aja Kong are going to be a double or nothing, and then introduces Kylie Ray, who's like a nice bubbly baby face. Uh, and then Nyla Rose comes out and confronts Kylie Ray, and Nyla Rose being she's going to be the first transgender woman on a major promotion, which is awesome. And then SCU comes out, uh, and we've got uh, the OWE guys, uh, like SEMA, and they come out, and uh, so it's going to be SCU versus uh, OWE group at Double or Nothing. And then we have, of course, the game changer, and the whole reason this is the two count, the announcement of the new fourth executive vice president for AEW, Kenny Omega. You mean the two count wasn't the rest of that stuff? No, it's 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 roundabout. It's circular. Oh, we're going getting back to what so the two we're count was about. two count. Well, just a w double or nothing. Sh- ladies and gentlemen, breaking news: Kenny Omega signs with AEW. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know it's shocking to everybody. Uh, Nobody put that together. What's interesting though, uh, he did a great interview with Meltzer. Uh, if you subscribe to the Observer, listen to the audio. Uh, he did like an hour plus interview, and uh, he talked about how he really almost went to wwe oh yeah um stop so i mean it, it was really yeah, cool. you were telling me about this uh prior to the podcast so that sounded like a really interesting interview between Meltzer and omega and it and was he said uh the next episode he said how many trucks did they back up to try to get this motherfucker that's the only thing i can see that and you know he said triple h was like a consummate professional they approached him like you know he said it was his second option he said new japan was actually he said it wasn't the worst because you don't want to frame it like that, but it was his third choice. He was he was up in the air between WWE and AEW. So they, Ugh, it must gross. have been it must have been an amazing offer. I guess. Um, what is gross about that, I don't dude? Can't, I don't go, go ahead and finish, and then so, now we'll jump in. Jericho comes out, confronts Omega again in that combat sports idea. They kept KFA alive. Jericho comes in, you know, attacks Omega, and then so we have Alpha Omega two for Double or Nothing. They announce the promo codes. This motherfucker sells out the pre-sale in less than 30 minutes, 11,600 seats. Uh, tickets went on sale yesterday, but they just had a couple hundred for general admission because the venue does not let you do everything in a pre-sale. So that sold out in four minutes. That's the four-minute number that you guys are getting. And uh, projected projected ticket sales based on the number of people that queued in to try to get tickets in the pre-sale times the average number of tickets that folks bought was 43,500. That's what they could have sold in a half an hour if they would have had a venue big enough. And <laughs> this is fucking mind-boggling. And whenever you see that new Kenny Omega shirt that just dropped today that I'm underemployed and I'm probably still going to buy. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. It's fucking Kenny Omega, AEW, and it says change the world. I want it so bad. Uh, these guys are changing the fucking world. They're changing the landscape, the world of wrestling. They're changing the game. I, I've, I've vacillate in between thinking of 
whether AEW is whether or not we're underrating how big AEW is going to be when it debuts or whether or not we're overrating it. It's, um, it's tough. I think that we're probably underrating it. I think that when it I think that when it comes out um depending on what their budget is, I think that if you start thinking about it in WWE numbers, that's going to be um, underwhelming. I think if you think about it as an upstart uh, wrestling promotion out of nowhere, it's going to blow everybody away. Agreed. And it's it's only going to pick up steam. Um, Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. I know we've seen it one time. But God, one of the best, of the the best matches thing. of twenty eighteen. But we've only seen it one time. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, got, I got the sneaky suspicion this ain't going to be. The I same saw, thing. I saw some people on Twitter being like, uh, "Well, I went to see Kenny Omega go against Phoenix again, like we saw at." Um, or no, we didn't see him against Phoenix. They, that was he, Pentagon they wrestled in, in uh, like the Northeast. Right, he did wrestle. Yeah, in, like, the, in the yeah, Northeast. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It was like in Boston. Pentagon right. was it all in? But yeah. we've seen, but we've seen it before. And maybe you'd like to see him against somebody a little more athletic, but. When you're trying to put together a new promotion, Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega is, is and there, there's a lot of folks in America that don't shell out for New Japan. That these people are probably only names to them, or they probably only seen them on YouTube or yeah. something. But watching an entire match with the entrances and everything, Omega versus Jericho two is not that I like you shouldn't be tired of this. Like no. they've only had one match. Only, I, and it was I, one I of saw the best people, fucking yeah, programs yeah, of the last year. I was gonna say and, it was and, a great match for the WrestleMania there's card. Not, there's, not not a lot, card. there's not a lot of story going into this one, but they'll figure it out. It's gonna be great. They, 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 Here's the here's the great part about it. You don't need a story. It's already been written. Now here's here comes Chris Jericho to get the get, try to get his revenge to try to even the score. God forbid if Jericho goes over, you know there's going to be a tiebreaker coming up. That's the story. Yeah. Okay. The only thing I was going to say about Omega with WWE is for me, and this is just my opinion, my perspective on it. Their biggest part, and when I say they, I'm saying like the elite Cody. The Young Bucks, Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, they want some sort of creative control. They don't yeah. want a script handed to them and say, go read this, he actually go said make this happen. One of the reasons he thought about going was how appealing it would be to turn his brain off and just That's go. That's crazy to yeah, me, man. Well, I mean, if you think about how hard he's worked to do his New Japan stuff and to do those programs, especially like the Tanahashi program, which is really cerebral and not something that you would normally see like in a pro wrestling program, like to just be able to like go to work and leave work at work and then like go home and play video games. Like that might be a little appealing, especially if you're making millions of dollars a year. But whenever you're Kenny Omega and you're truly like love the art form, you know, of course he's going to go with his best friends. I mean, (laughs) this, I mean, this sounds so dorky, but I mean, he's a, I mean, he's a true artist. Like, absolutely. And the other thing about AEW that people might be forgetting because people might read like, like I just bullshit with you. Like when you read those names, it's like, Oh, is that not the two count? Because they brought all these people out, but they might be wanting to make their own stars. Oh, I think Tony Khan was, did an interview with Meltzer also that same night in Vegas. And, uh, it was kind of revealing, but he could, he wasn't as forthcoming, uh, with stuff. He was more of like the, the president professional and party line and like sound bites. But, uh, they absolutely, that's, 
I mean, you see it with the young signings, Samuel Guevara, MJF. They're making stars. Like, they're not out. There's a bunch of, like, older guys that they could pull in that have, quote-unquote, star power, but they're interested in generating those stars. And I know. Creating. I think a lot of these people that are out there complaining about AEW and their signings, which I know it's, I know it's a small minority, but it's Twitter, so everybody's equal, so which might be the problem. But I think a lot of these motherfuckers just want to pull in Perry Saturn or something and be like, hey. I know, right? Like Perry Saturn can only, like at this point he can only pull off like a three and a half or four star match. You know what I mean? If you, <laughs> if if you want, lucky. if you want Tommy Dreamer and Conan, like watch MLW. It's Thank a great, you. it's a great product. Thank uh, you. And those guys are are around. All right, that's gonna bring us to our three counts. Uh, the three count is we had uh, the new beginning in uh, New Japan Wrestling. We have a new. Heavyweight champion in IWGP, and it's Jay White. He beat Tanahashi the other night in uh, what was a it was a good match, good to great match. Um, I'm a little surprised to see Jay White take it over. Uh, Zach, I, I couldn't believe it hadn't been spoiled for you. We're watching it before we came here. Yeah, we watched it before and, uh, we came, and Jay I, White went oh, you over. Didn't know? I watched it. Did a, not know. I watched oh, it a couple nice. days ago, but like I, I was talking and I, I stopped talking whenever he came and did the high five flow. And he turned it into the Blade Runner, and like, he, like Bill turns to me, he's like, "He just fucking win." <laughs> <laughs> I don't spend I don't spend a lot of my week. On my, I have a couple Twitter accounts. I usually I, I usually don't check. I usually keep my regular Twitter account free of wrestling stuff so that shit doesn't get spoiled. But I just assumed that Tanahashi was going to hold the belt for a while. But I mean, this is just. Yeah, not, Shit, not th- losing on his first defense. This is just right. 45 days or something, or not even that. Not even that Sasha really. Banks that shit. After Ooh, Wrestle Kingdom. See you wrong. <laughs> see you wrong. <laughs> you wrong. But, um, oh, my God. So what Zach said to me was it looks like Jay White's going to get the Kenny Omega booking, which yeah. is they're just going to put him right in there, which he gets uh, the G1. There's a history spot. of in wrestling. For example, Christian got the edge booking after edge had to retire. And there was that whole, uh, Christian Randy the Orton, Orton storyline. Good storyline. Kofi, story Kofi like Kingston it. got the Mustafa Ali booking this week. And I was ju- you, you just stole the words out of my mouth that like Mustafa Ali was probably supposed to have that big run in the gauntlet mm-hmm. match on the great gauntlet match on SmackDown where Kofi Kingston was in the ring. I wrote it down. 70 some odd minutes, give or take. Uh, not that long. 33 plus 17 is 50 minutes. I mean, he was in 50 minutes on the end of SmackDown. I it thought would, he broke 60. I thought it was yeah, I thought uh, it was over sixty two, but whatever. that is that's not what I saw on the dirt sheets, but whatever. Let's just call it sixty nine. Nice. Nice. Happy so, Valentine's Day, uh, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but um that's that's cool with me. I mean, who is Jay White gonna fight next though? I mean Tanahashi's gonna get his rematch, and then Tanahashi's probably gonna get uh Put out the pasture. Oh, God I mean, obviously, it. he doesn't have anything left in the tank. Whatever. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, the man, man. that wrestles a 37 minute match. Hey, whoa, did tolerate. you guys just see me work these guys? I, I just worked the fuck out of these guys. <laughs> Everybody just saw me work these guys, right? Okay. But you speak an unkind word about Tanahashi. <laughs> you about to get your ass handed to you like 30 oh. seconds. Hey, Tanahashi, go die in your sleep. Oh, see? Oh, okay, that's it. <laughs> that's, my, that's, my new, that's my new catchphrase. <laughs> so, 
nobody's good. We can't even tell who's, who's dead or alive at the end of the pie. We're just killing people in the middle of the pie. Jason, uh, it's, go die in your sleep. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. See, Rebecca, that's your new uh, best friend telling me to go die in my sleep. Um, it's It's got to be the one of the usual suspects. Okada. Okada needs his win back. And I'm not talking 50-50 booking because no, fuck that. No. It's just that Okada's the, the star. No, of I don't the, think that's what anybody thinks you're, that you mean. Like, New Japan doesn't do 50-50 Yeah, but booking. when I say win back, it's kind of what it sounds like. But, Na- Naido is talking about being double champ. I can so see that, too. You can see that possibly happening. Um, maybe a dark horse that... I can't think about off the top of my head. Sonata might be somewhere in this mix because I like him as a singles guy. Somebody else has to step up to the plate. It's going to be one of the big three. Tanahashi's probably on the outside end. Whoever wins the New Japan Cup is going to get the shot at the G1. That's going to slowly but surely come up in a minute. And I kind of feel like they're going to do a title change in New York. I just kind of feel like... You think so? So New Japan, it's the biggest show in the... United States, I feel like they're going to give on WrestleMania weekend. I feel like they're going to give everybody a title change. Okay. So, so New Japan just does such long term booking that was Tanahashi always meant to be a transitional champ? I think, uh, from what I've gathered, he was not, it was not supposed to be the, um, I mean, he's supposed to win the G1, but he was not supposed to go He wasn't over supposed Omega, to beat Omega. But Omega had a threat of leaving, which, of course, he actually did. So then he went over. So they took they took it off of Omega just precautionally. Yeah. Yeah. And, hence, Jay White being an Omega spot, of course, then he gets Now, back. Jay White is essentially Kenny Omega. He'll run it to the G1 Supercard at MSG, and then the New Japan winner because will face what You Jay would White. think that they would have done Okada Omega in... New York G1 Supercard. It's the biggest match you could possibly do. It's the two. It's the biggest. It's the biggest match you can do. It's a proven match. It's the biggest stage that they've ever had, yeah. at least on U.S. soil. Why not give us their best match? Exactly. So, so you boys watch uh, New Japan more than I do, and we don't talk about Jay White very much on this podcast. Shit. We talk about New Japan a lot. Shit. But we don't. We J- don't talk. JCB talks about. We don't. That. We don't talk. <laughs> but we don't. But we don't really discuss Jay White that much. What are your overall thoughts on Jay White? Uh, Go ahead, Tubir. For me, solid worker, above average psychology, much better with the psychology and with like the the off the cuff promos, like the not the promos necessarily that he does. Uh, his ring work is great, and the psychology is good, and he's always running his mouth. But the press conferences, the backstage, you, yeah, as well, if you watch like, those, yeah. like Zack Saber Junior. It's, it's probably the best in the fucking company. It's amazing. But you got to watch those press conferences right. to see it. Yeah, he's so fucking funny. It's so witty. The uh, Tanahashi tap out, he came yeah. up with that on the backstage comments. So that's why I would, where people are like, you know, well, New Japan doesn't do doesn't cut promos. They don't come pro- They do. You just got you got to watch it. That's the it's backstage like comments. Smack. You know what I'm saying? It's totally yeah. a, a talking smack in scenario. So when the, you know Jay White won the title, he came back, you know, he did his you know press conference backstage or whatever the case may be and had a, a beautiful fucking promo basically just said you know the switchblade era is here y'all yeah. motherfuckers just gonna have to get used to it and just fucking deal with it i like him a lot i don't know that he should have the iwgp I think it, it might, have, it might be a little say, early i was gonna it, say it might be is he early. ready for to carry the company i'll say it's a little early that's why i don't think he keeps it for, it, for it, long it, it might be a little early but 
kudos to New Japan because this is why I knock WWE all the time because they, they're giving Jay White a chance to see what he can do versus going they, back they to a tribe. Do you think that Jay yeah. White do you think that Jay White is the IWGP champion in next year's Wrestle Kingdom? No. No. Not saying that he won't take it, maybe, but he won't have. He it. won't. He will not be the champion. He will not at, carry. It he will not into. be the champ. I'm not saying he won't have a title match. He will not be the champion at the time of January 4th, 2020. No. He could win G1 or something, but yeah, yeah. and that, that's possible. I mean, he, hell, he had a great run. Yeah, he had like the second best G1 or the third best, I guess, because he wasn't in the finals. But right, yeah, but I mean, he had the third point best wise, G1. yeah, he was right there in the mix. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he got pushed again, especially if he loses in that MSG. All right, that's going to do it for our three counts. F&B Eatery on 3453 Southampton, our third sponsor of the evening, part of our Southampton Mafia of restaurateurs. Go check them out. Uh, I'll say especially on breakfast because I know I'm one of those guys that like to sleep in. Other guys like Zach and Bill are usually up awake. Quarter to six. Okay, see, (laughs) there you go. Jason's not up at a quarter to six. You know, depending on the day, I might be going back to sleep. But if you are out and about and you need to get something to eat before a long day at the job, whether it's in the office or in the mobile office like my man Zach has, go check him out, man. F&B Eatery, 3453 Southampton. Tell him JCB sent you. Man, I got to say... They posted on Facebook this pizza yeah, burger. Yeah, thank you. I knew I was and forgetting I was, something. I'm not normally a pizza burger guy, but I can tell you off the top of my head. I know I'm not reading this off anything. I, it sounds so delicious. Fucking house beef, salsicha sausage, red sauce, smoked gouda, my favorite cheese, mozzarella. Get that. And pepperoni. Get yeah. that in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> That's what I, I said. <laughs> Oh, Just happy Valentine's Day. Wally Pimps is like, oh my God, I can't right wait here. till this hour's over. <laughs> this is banned from ringside. Okay, everybody, we got our Elimination Chamber predictions. The second annual Elimination Chamber predictions from Band from Ringside and is it annual? Are Andrew Bushway first annual no, we did, last we did one was last the inaugural year. this is the first annual I'll keep having that argument well that's a terrible argument it's semantic Jesus Christ like, is, is, two English majors is the Here next we go. is the next Monday do Watch you call it next out. Monday or you just call it Monday uh, that one I'm a little bit more ambivalent. Like on. we had something going on on Monday. Would you say that's next Monday or oh, just Monday? I would Monday? say Monday, so as to avoid confusion. All right, so we're back in agreement. <laughs> um, so this Nerds. is the elimination chamber predictions. Uh, Andrew Wally Pitt Bushway is going to be in on this with us, and uh, what we're going to do? Oh shoot! Oh, what we're going to do for <laughs> the uh, elimination chambers is we're going to count them down from. Least likely to most likely to win. So I'll go first just to show everybody how it's done. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I wish you had your notebook to just re- rectify the fact that I am. I'm going. Oh, yeah. Also, top hat. Top hat. Yeah, you better apologize to Top Hat immediately. I'm sorry, Top Hat. Jason Cornelius Bell is in the lead. Thank you. But not by a whole lot. Thank you. Um, but I lost one of the notebooks. I have to find that notebook before I can figure out. But. Last, listen, everybody's pretty close, except for Sam and except for Murray, who's way in last place. Like, Murray's terrible at this. Just so we know, just (laughs) once again, just so we're on the same page, I'm winning, right? Yes, (laughs) Yes. you're winning. Okay. 
You may continue. I have Iconics last. They are coming in last. I have... Uh, they are up there with you. Um... Riot Squad coming in second to last. I have Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville coming in third. Uh, the Naomi and Mella are third most likely to win. Second most likely to win is Bailey and Sasha Banks. And I have Nia Jax and Tamina as the favorites. Uh, go ahead, Andrew. Alrighty, I've got. Uh, you said it's the Riot Squad. Yeah, Riot Squad. I have them as the least likely to win. All right, good. The next most least likely is the uh, Naomi and Carmella matchup. <laughs> Are you serious, man? Oh no, that's a pretty good pick. Um, number four, I've got Iconics. Um, number three, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Okay. Number two, Nia Jackson Tamina. <laughs> Number one, Sasha and Bailey. That's uh, a pretty good. Those are pretty <laughs> good picks. I really with good. the names I've heard the most while doing this podcast. That's a good setup. That's oh, good. I'll just say, second. Uh, Murray only sent me the winners, and he sent me Sasha Banks and Bailey. So who you got, Zach? Uh, can I see the list? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll write uh, down this man over here is the placebo, and he's on his game. Yeah, I know. What Step heck, it up. Man? Where's the? Oh, here it is. Okay. Is oh my problem? God. So, where is it? I don't know how you do it. You write them down. Okay. Uh, I can tell you who's going to win. It's going to be Bailey and Sasha, but number two is going to be Iconics. The most likely. Yeah. So Bailey and Sasha's number one. Iconics number two. Uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina number three. Uh, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, number four. Naomi Mella, number five, and Riot Squad, number six. Least to most. Um, least that doesn't really matter. Let's just throw Naomi and Carmel in the least likely spot. Five is the Riot Squad. No reason to even deal with them there. Four, I'm going to go with... The Iconics, I wouldn't be surprised if they won it all, but I just don't see it here at this point. Three is kind of tricky. I know Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville won on SmackDown, so that's where I'm going to put them in the three spot. Two, I'm going to stick with Nia, uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina at the two spot. The one spot just... <laughs> It, it makes sense, but I wouldn't be surprised if we got the swerve. That's why I'm putting Nia and Tamia in the two spot. The one spot for me, Bailey and Sasha to lead into a WrestleMania program with Trish and Lita. Trish and Lita or the Bella Twins? Either or. Andrew Bushway, you have Miz and Shane McMahon versus the Usos for the tag team belts. Who you got? Uh, I'm going with the first one you said. Miz and Shane? Sure. Zach, who you got? Uh, same. The best tag team in the world. Who you got? That's so not true. So not true because the best tag team in the world isn't even in the building with Jimmy getting busted again oh, yeah. for doing God knows what with Naomi on the in the driver's seat. I'm going to take Miz and Shane because they got to win, so we got to drag this thing on out to WrestleMania. I'm going to take the Usos because I think this is the beginning of... Going to 
WrestleMania with The Miz versus Shane as the program going to WrestleMania. I'm probably wrong, but I'll take the point. Whatever. Uh, Buddy Murphy versus... That's why he gets chopped. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Buddy Murphy. You oh, care son of a bitch. <laughs> Andrew, we got Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. Who you got? I'm going with Akira Tozawa just so I could say that into the mic. <laughs> you want to say it again? You want to... Say it again. Kira Tazawa. Oh, Doesn't that feel it's good? A, it's a fun name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I kind of feel like taking the Kira Tazawa, too, but I'm going to take Buddy Murphy. Just thinking about Buddy Murphy and Alexa Bliss's Valentine's Day. But hmm. uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'd watch. That poor woman. I would watch. I'd, I'd click on that thumbnail. That, I would pay more for that than Double or Nothing. <laughs> whoa. Oh, hey, hey. Easy, big fella. There's plenty of porn for free out there, man. You ain't got to cough up whatever to get ready to hit us I up mean, he's right. for. I mean, he's right. Chiseled, though. He's right. No, he's not right. No, there's plenty of. No, I'm saying of, you're right. Okay. There's plenty of porn out there, but I'd still click on the thumbnail. <laughs> See what's happening, you know? Get that little. little. If it was free. What's happening? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> Unless it's a credit card my wife right. doesn't have. <laughs> Babe, you see this? No fantastic. Who are you taking? Uh, Buddy Murphy. All right. Who are you taking, JC? Yeah, it's got to be Buddy Murphy. There's nobody on the horizon that is even threatening or could be the next person. It's Buddy Murphy. Until All right. The me. next one, we're going with the, big, the big. We're going to go with the biggest match <laughs> of the you. night. <laughs> Fuck you. Wait, what you say? not going on Tyler. He might fuck Buddy Murphy. <laughs> no, Jesus! I'd pay for that too. Hey, everybody! Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. Uh, for the next one, the biggest match of the night. We're gonna we're just gonna skip ahead to the biggest match of the night. We got Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. Oh shit! In a singles match with no stipulations. It's a DQ now. No DQ. Oh, Who the no gives DQ? a shit? Just announced Who today. gives a shit? Baron Nobody. Corbin or Braun Strowman? He does. Braun Andrew Bushway. Braun Strowman. This guy keeps telling me that Baron Corbin is going to be the next big thing, just like Mojo Riley was the next big thing, just like uh, Brodus Quay was the next big thing, just like uh, who else? Who keeps saying I, that? You. Know you. Measles, you. Measles is the next big thing, too, but nobody fucking wants it. Wait. <laughs> I keep saying that Baron Corbin's the next yeah, big thing? All of a sudden, you becoming a Baron Corbin, Mark. I don't no, know if it's you and I, your brother-in-law I mean, in cahoots. I just, I just think it's good. I'm, I've never said he's going to be the next big thing. Okay. Cut it out okay. over there. You're getting so okay. worked up. No, no, it's just what I do, baby. I, I bring up the stuff that you forget conveniently. <laughs> Give me uh, Braun Strowman here. He gets There's late no- for a week, and he comes back in here screaming at me. <laughs> It was four days, number one. <laughs> and number two, it could be a week, two weeks, five years. Guess what I do? I'm just the same old JCB. I got Braun Strowman here. Yeah, I got Braun Strowman. Who's, who's killed my mic? Stop breaking the damn mic. I think you're trying to kill my mic, sir. Yeah, right. Uh, I got Braun Strowman. Also, um, Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. Andrew, I'll let you go first. Well, you guys were talking some mad smack on Ronda earlier, so I'm going with the other one. Very Ruby nice. Riot, huh? Oh, like that. I do like that. I'm going to go Ronda Rousey. Oh, dude, that's some. That's a sack on the table. I love that whip. <laughs> I love that. God, I wish I had some balls like that, but I just can't. I just can't. We got a bigger picture ahead, and Vince, God forbid, what if, like, Ronda lost? Vince would, like, have an aneurysm in the back somewhere in, like, a real position. Oh, man. I just wrote down Ronda Rousey for everybody. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, uh, in the next match, we have Intercontinental Champion. Jesus Christ. Bobby Lashley. Who gives a fuck? With Leo Rush. So, if Leo pins... 
Um, Finn if, Balor, if, does, does he become the new Intercontinental Champion? No, Bobby Lashley does. But That's if, an interesting but dynamic. If, but if Finn Balor pins Leo Rush, Finn Balor wins the belt. Which is what's going to happen. That's the only reason Leo Rush would be in the match. Right. So who you got, Finn Balor or Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush? Sounds like I'm going Finn Balor. See, you gave it away too much of a placebo group. Yeah. He can't be the placebo group. Sorry. That's okay. It was a two-on-one situation, or maybe like a one-and-a-half. I don't know. 1.75. He is a he is a grown ass man. Whether he's a great he's a, wrestler, though. whether he's a small grown ass oh, man or he's not, a, he's a great wrestler. What I what I think is going to happen, and I said this to Zach earlier, is I think that Finn Balor is going to take the Intercontinental Championship to WrestleMania, and I think it's going to be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush in a tag match at WrestleMania because Bobby Lashley took both of them out. He injured both of them. So I just gave it away to you too. No, I say I, no. All right, fuck you. I'm ahead. Kiss my ass. This Placee is why. Well, did, yeah, right. <laughs> this is why I guess is my. I just came up with that. Did you hear that, Placebo? <laughs> yes, I heard it. You heard That's, it? Yeah. There's a mic in my. You know, there's like amplified. Placebo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. A, I'm. I was saying Bobby Lashley was going into it. I'm gonna stick with it. There's nothing that says to me that this can't be extended to fast lane. Doesn't necessarily mean that uh, Finn Balor wins it at this month's Elimination Chamber. I'm going to stick with my initial thought. Give me uh, Bobby Lashley slash Leo Rush. Who you got, Zach? Oh, I said Finn Balor. All right, here we go. So here's actually the big match of the night. So for the World Heavyweight Championship, we have the Elimination Chamber match. Which is Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe versus Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. So, from least to most, Andrew Bushway, who you got? Least. I got AJ Styles. Woo! Damn! <laughs> Shit! Sorry. He's, come on. That's good. Sorry. Number five. Uh, I think this says Kofi Kingston. Yes. Okay. I am not sure what Daniel's last name is. But he's coming in fourth. Uh, Jeff Hardy, number three. Samo Joe, number two. And Randy Orton. STL, represent. Okay. I think you can never count out Randy Orton, to be honest. No. Yeah, like we, well, we saw Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt in the Maggots match a couple years ago. Okay, I bet there's at some... least 20 incidences of referees counting out Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. That's so dumb. It's so dumb, it makes me happy. <laughs> All right, J-Bell, go ahead next. We're going least to most. As much as I love this man, he is in my sixth spot. Uh, Samoa Joe has no chance in hell. I wish he would. No chance. Zero. That's what you got. got. Samoa Joe at six. I will go Kofi at five. Um, my latest Twitter rant pretty much sums up the way I think about Kofi Kingston. Great gauntlet match. Just your skin just saying I'm sorry I love you though man gauntlet matches are oh, really underrated on s- last two times we've had gauntlet matches on Raws and Smackdowns they have stolen the week oh yeah oh, for yeah. sure and this one stu- it, this one definitely stole the it week it was awesome it reminded everybody how great Kofi was but unfortunately he he just has a ceiling and then that's just it is what it is sorry Kofi uh, give me Jeff Hardy at th- uh, four um, a decorated vet you can't really just put him out the pasture just yet I'm gonna put Orton at three 
even though he did get the RKO at the end, he's probably not going to win it, but you just never know. AJ's got to be my number two. I just can't see Daniel Bryan getting the title taken away from him, but if it does, AJ makes the next most reasonable sense. So obviously, my number one pick going on to probably WrestleMania will be one Daniel Bryan versus Oscar. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, where the fuck is she at? Shit, she's uh, hanging out with Sanity. Ain't this a bitch? Daniel yeah. Bryan versus Oscar would be awesome. Fuck. Oh god, it'd be fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I never knew how much I wanted that. Intergender <laughs> <laughs> wrestling, baby. Just let us book the territory. I just want him to go as stiff as fuck, too. Right? No, just, yeah, just let I, him go. I heard just somebody on the podcast say, what about Dean Bryan versus Oscar? It's like, oh, yeah. Okay, was, see, yeah. Fucking see, awesome. If you want intergender, I can go with that over Dean Ambrose and uh, Nia Jax every day, twice For on Sunday. For sure. What no you got, shit. Zach? Uh, number one, I'm going to go the opposite way. Number one, Daniel Bryan. Uh, number two, I want it to be Joe. But I'm going to go AJ. Uh, number three is going to be Joe. Uh, number four is Randy Orton. Number five is Jeff Hardy. And number six is Kofi Kingston. Yo, skiz, yo, see it, baby. All right. Unfortunately. My, yeah. my last one, Zach went in the opposite order, but my last one's going to be Jeff Hardy. There's just no way that he wins. Um, I mean... I wish that there was a chance for Kofi, but there is no chance for Kofi. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's okay. So it's, uh, that'd be Tuesday so cool. Night. My yeah, but it's, third it's, it's to last gonna is going to be Samoa Joe. Then I'm going RKO. Then I'm going AJ. Then I'm going Daniel Bryan. Guys, I wish I could make up some ground on this pay-per-view, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So those are our Elimination Chamber predictions. This is banned from ringside. Uh, Revival won the tag champs this week. Uh, just a little odds and ends. Unbelievable. Um, it, was a, it was a great match. Chad Gable, I put this on Twitter. At BFR Bill, at BFR JCB, at BFR Zach with an H, at BFR Murr, M-U-R-R, and at BFR Pod. Pod. That's us on Twitter. Uh, friends of BFR on Facebook and Band from Ringstone on Facebook. Um I put it on Twitter this week. I don't want to be one of those guys that wants to say about everybody that they need to go AEW. Chad Gable needs to go to AEW. Immediately. I would Immediately. Lo- wouldn't, wouldn't you love to watch Chad Gable rip off 25 minutes with Phoenix? Hey, or the Pentagon Jr. Or with Hangman Page? Man, that motherfucker can go. go. He is great. And that's not taking away anything from the Revival. I'm glad that the Revival finally got the straps. About damn time, shit. Say keep bitching, they get the damn titles, but whatever. I mean, it, 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 I love the Revival, but now it just feels hollow. It just feels like, okay, here. Here's your fucking candy. Shut the fuck up. I'll take it away from you whenever I want to. AK, love you. Happy Valentine's Day, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Well, I mean, we'll, let's see what happens with them. No, I want I want them to have a long run. I just I just don't have any faith. Sorry. Uh, something else. Dean Ambrose seemed to go off script this week. He was supposed to be uh, scripted a long babyface promo, which he never did. He just came in and said to <laughs> Seth, "Slay the Beast." What's up? No, what a fucking prick. Well, no. Th- th- Look, both neither side wants I to really be the there. I love the fucking prick. He's just a fucking prick. No, neither side wants to be there. That's yeah, fine. I mean, that was pretty great, uh, especially uh, the fact that it's obnoxious. They ruined that. They ruined that feud so bad that it's 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 like the onus of Dean Ambrose to try to like save it by cutting out their fucking creative. Yeah, I was about to say. I, ultimately, it's coming to the chase. You need to beat Brock Lesnar, 
and however he wanted to say it. He said it in in 30 seconds when they probably scripted it for like five minutes. This is banned from ringside. Okay, we know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate the hell out of you listening to ours. We got some birthdays to go into this week. Uh, Viscera today. You want to guess how old Viscera is? Uh, 60. R.I.P. 47. Okay. Black don't crack, even when you're 400 pounds. I, I, I think black cracked a long time ago, yeah, which is why he thought he was side. 60. Uh, <laughs> Rich Swan. He's alive. I know why he's alive. Yeah, he's yeah, alive. He's killing it in MLW. Well, unless he, I mean, Impact unless too. Yeah, Impact, and uh, Impact. X Division yeah. champion. Uh, yeah, he's, he's 28. Gangrel is 50. Big, Big John Stud. R.I.P. Is 71. Ty Dillinger, speaking to guys who I called as being busts, Ty Dillinger oh, is 38. Look at you. Congratulations. Jack Gallagher is 10. 29. Gail Kim <laughs> is 42. Killian Dane is 34. Like I said, everybody, thanks for hanging out for Shock City Studios, Check. for Soul Taco, for Check. JJ Red Twigs, Check. for Schlafly Beer. Check. Thanks for coming for on, Schlafly. F&B Eatery, Check. for Murray the Murray Man Murray, for Check. Andrew Bushway, for Check. Two Beer Zach Pullman, Check. For Jason Cornelius Bell, I am Bill Vaggy. Can you heal the love tonight? Everybody move the heels! Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.